Alana, how are you, sister? Hello. Uh, <laughs> I'm great. Good. Uh, good to see you after um, all this time. Been, um, I'm sure you've had a very interesting journey since we uh, parted ways in Melbourne. Yeah, it's so been we were, a while. Yeah, raising vibrations in the botanical gardens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm very excited to have you here on my podcast, Healing with the Homies. And I'm sure my um, listeners are going to have plenty to take away from this episode. So, yeah, um, we're friends. We cross paths in Melbourne, Australia um, through Reiki, some uh, mutual friends who are on the same interests. And then, yeah, we connect, connected did some healing. So why don't you maybe tell a little bit about yourself, guys, and you know, mm. who you are, what you do? Yeah. So um, I'm super happy and excited about this journey with you. Um, yeah. So my name is Alana Una. Um, I am a yoga practitioner and woman medicine and then, so um, I believe I have a lot of skills in my harrow. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, I, I won't say everything that I am interested about now. <laughs> but there is, there, there, is, there is so much, so much things to, mm. to share about my my journey and, and all I, I came to collect all the species um, of myself. Um, but I will start in, in Australia where we, where we met and mm. that was where my, my great awakening starts. Mm. Um, and we met through, through Reiki yoga and meditation. And that was the beginning for me of the journey. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah, because I found we, we used to do some um, classes where you used to hold the yoga classes. Well, it wasn't just the yoga, what I found beautiful. Um, it was your energy, like that fiery passion you put into your, um, your, your healing. So once the yoga was finished, what I found was beautiful. The energy work, I don't know if it was any particular method you were channeling, if it was Reiki in particular, or just what you have within but like wow you know I was I was gone I, I was gone during the sessions like I mean sometimes you'd have to wake me back up I didn't know you know <laughs> not not asleep just in a deep 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 space of calm no mind it's beautiful you know yes and yeah. if you remember the place was really special to me mm. there was this ancient tree I believe 150 years old Mm. that was holding the space with me and we had a really special relationship and I've chosen this place on purpose and then from that point everything unfolded perfectly and mm. yes this this energy that was coming through me was already the connection between my higher self and and my little self yeah and I I had this massive awakening through the trust that was within me and after all the session and yoga or meditation or breathing session, I really wanted to bring everyone together with the same energy field. Mm. And when everyone was lying down, that was the, the moment for me to speak truth and to just let any words 
coming through me and any energy and movement and dancing and whatever will come through, I will trust that. And that was always super, super beautiful. So I'm so grateful for you and for the connection that we had in this moment of time, because that was for me a big turning point. Mm. Oh, I'm glad to hear that for me too. Because um, I remember it was the first time I had the opportunity, you helped me to teach some breath work. And I was still, it was my first time to teach a class. So I was a little bit timid and a little bit shy. And like I had the structure right, but I didn't have the, the, I was still a little bit within myself as I was doing the session. So I took that from you just from being around people. See, I can find, I learn and I grow, you know, when you're around the right people, like it raises your vibration. So just from looking and watching how you conducted yourself, I took a little bit of that, you know, as you, you meet these certain people in your lives and you're like, okay, I can understand, you know, it uh, unlocks that little bit of latent potential within yourself that you, you already have there, you know, you just needed the key to open that door. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the reflection, the reflection. And you gave me a, a beautiful Reiki session on, on these days, on this park. Mm. And that was really special too, you know. I was opening up to Reiki and to symbols and to energy and... You gave me this beautiful session and I felt really, I felt this deep trust between you and me to dive into my bodies and, mm. and to clean and, and heal and stuff. And yeah, I remember this, this full awakening through this journey with you. So yeah, just nice to, nice. to exchange energy, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All about the exchange, isn't it? How it works. Like lentil. I miss lentil now. <laughs> Pray for lentils. Pray I for lentils. Yeah. Uh, those veggie burgers or the lentil burgers. Amazing. <laughs> Bless the veggie burger. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, as well, I remember you telling me about Byron Bay. Um, and there's a powerful, um, powerful feminine energy there with the amethyst stores that are underneath. Um, that town. So, um, yeah, you had, um, you had quite a shift up there as well, didn't you? Yes, actually that was two years and a half ago now mm. in Byron Bay. Um, when I had my epiphany, if I can call this like that. Um, and, and from that point, my entire world completely dissolved and shift and moved and, and yeah, I was starting, you know, to take some, something to clean the window of myself, like a yeah. little bit, little bit, little bit. But in, 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 why in Byron in particular? Because, um, yeah, as you said, underneath the layers of the soil of earth, there was this massive rocks, um, obsidian and different uh, clear crystal. And that's why all the people was attracted by this stone and this city and these places around Byron Bay uh, because it's a healing, it's a healing place for the soul. And the contract is to, it's to go and mm. to see what, what you can do, what people you can, where people you can meet, etc. And the deal is to not stay longer. It's to stay as you need and to heal part of yourself and then go back, go back on your journey. 
And what happened in Byron, there was this beautiful, amazing healing energy. But then there is like people that stay stuck for too long and then that forget their purpose of healing journey. And I've stayed there for a little while and then I got back on my way to Cairns and then go back to Melbourne and then Tasmania. And the next year I received the same call, you mm. have to go back to Byron. And I was like, okay. And then I stayed for six months and I did like a full healing course journey and yoga journey, etc. And then I received the call to go. That was my mm. time. So I got back to Melbourne and Tasmania. But you know, there was this kind of dance between Melbourne and Byron and, and Tasmania. And I believe that this is really important to acknowledge that the power of Byron and Mulumbimbi and Brunswick Heads and like all this area, yeah. it's really potent. It's like, it's full power. Yeah. And, it, and sometimes if we're not strong enough, we are testing, tested every day, every day, every day, every day. Mm. And, and, and if we don't have the tools yet, we can just go back to illusion really easy. Yeah. So Byron, it's a really big teacher in this world. Australia is a big one for sure. And, and Byron, it's a, it's a beautiful obsidian cleaning and, and re reconnecting with trauma and ancestors. And yeah, that, that's, a, that's an amazing place to go. But to don't stay forever, to just go when we need to, to be there. And as we get stronger, we can go a little bit more and, and, and then a little mm. bit more. It's my perspective. Yeah, and and you say, why would you say being stronger when you're there? Is there that there's the that there's both sides? Like there's the party drinking, surfing. Well, not even surfing, but the partying lifestyle, and then there's a the spiritual lifestyle. There's the two. You know, you can go left or you can go right, depending. Is it? Is yeah. That the thing? Yeah. So you can be pulled both ways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the the polarity it's it's extreme. Um, it's like there is this beautiful healing journey and a lot of teacher and a lot of master are, are sitting there, you know, mm. uh, waiting for us to take our test and our challenge and our lesson, etc. And then there, there is this other way of like all the, the dark side of Byron and, and all the party and all the things that are going forever, ever. And, and you can't go out sometimes. You just go from one party to another festival, to another community, to another place. Mm. And then you don't have this real time for yourself it, yeah. on the land. Yeah. So it's, it's really important to take this journey really carefully and, and to, to walk with the, the right rhythm. Mm carefully slowly like the jaguar energy you know yeah yeah that's mm -hmm. it yeah silently observing you know and being able to being able to step back is good yeah it was interesting for me because i was having such a good time in um i found that uh duality happened for me quite a bit in melbourne as well because you know you can party five days straight as well or you can spend time with some nice people even by yourself in a beautiful area and you know, I love the botanical gardens like yourself. I was drawn there every day and just to sit by myself and meditate. I had some of the most beautiful experiences in that place, um, you know, but you can walk out the door, out the gate, go around the corner and then, you know, 
then you end up meeting a friend and having some beers and you know it's like yeah so it's like you know you can get pulled both ways and, and it's very very easy to do that especially when you know you're you're traveling and you're living that lifestyle of being free and you know trying to enjoy yourself you know it's 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 all a learning process though you know as i say mistakes are the portal to discovery so you know Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's just yeah. that the little difference for me in Byron is that there is this uh, massive portal for healing mm. that is happening anyway, that you are ready or not ready. If you are in Byron, okay. you will receive this kind of energy. And this is why mm. it's really, it's difficult to find a center okay. uh, in, 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 in that world. So people are, um, are drawn to this shop, but in this shop, there is this this teacher that is waiting for this this person and then it's you flow to another shop and then you just can't go out of this beautiful flow you know yeah but if you if you don't know yourself yet you can just stay forever and ever in the in the maze yeah <laughs> <laughs> never finding a way out <laughs> no i mean it's it's just it's just an, an, a metaphor to explain that that's mm. that's amazing and I love this place and, and I'm so grateful for all the spirit and all the people and the, and the ancient people that I've met there. Mm. Uh, nothing against this place. No, really. Uh, it's just that we, we need to, to understand as well the, yeah, the full spectrum of this, of this place. Not only the party or the healing or the yoga center. No, just a little bit further than this. And, and, and acknowledge, yeah, the indigenous people that lived there for a long time and that did a lot of ceremony and that's been, like they've been walking to sacred place and that are still sacred for them. Mm -hmm. That's, I've, I have a few questions in terms of the Aboriginal or the indigenous people of Australia. So I'll, I guess I'll start with the first one. Where did you meet them? Was it in Byron or? So the first, um, the first one was in Melbourne, in Fractangular. No, in, not in Fractangular. That was in a festival anyway. Okay. And um, yeah, I was working in this festival. I was making food and selling food for people, mm -hmm. vegan food. And I remember that I was... Um, flowing around and there were so many workshops and beautiful tribe playing music and this guy was really in, intriguing me and i was like whoa he's playing didgeridoo and that was just the beginning of my journey you know with plant medicine and and music and healing and didgeridoo mm. and when i connect with with him i realized that he was doing hosting a workshop so i just mm lay down close my eyes and he took us on a beautiful wonderful journey like really powerful mm. and that was the first connection where i could stand up and walk to him and be like hey blessing like you're mm. amazing i want to know more can we can we can we have a chat one day together etc and and eventually i reconnect with him in brunswick heads and he was from yeah. from brunswick he was living around yeah. byron oh wow yeah and so in terms of 
lessons. What, um, I guess even saying lessons might be a poor way of phrasing the question, what their perspective on life, you know, as an Aboriginal person, how do they see the world? Um, you know, what, what's their main tools of living? Yeah, that's yeah. an amazing question. I love it. Um, so I was really curious. So I've asked many, many questions. Um, yeah. And, and the answer that I'm going to give, it's something that they've been sharing with me. And I don't say that's the original truth of all the indigenous people from Australia, of but of mm. the one that I've met so far, which is three of the mentors that I had in Australia for this whole time um, that are living, three of them, around Byron. Mm. Uh, and yeah, when I asked the question, how do you call, um, how do you call Earth? Uh, what is for you, like the difference between this tribe and this tribe? And uh, what is your purpose here? And all of this kind of stuff, you know? Mm. I was really surprised because I won't say I was expecting something, woohoo, but I didn't think, I, by the time, I thought that every culture and, and every people adds their own word and thing to explain what is happening and who is her for them, etc. Mm. And my surprise was that for them, we are all one collective. Mm-hmm. And they said to me, you call Earth as you want, as you wish. It's yeah. your point of view, okay? And then there is no such a thing as the tribe from the north or the tribe for the south or the tribe for the east. There is only yeah. one tribe, that, which is the human race. And then mm. according to where you are in your heart, you can see this old picture, this big picture. As you are, you can see still separation from uh, the people of the north and the people of the south or whoever. And their teaching was that if you are in the center of your heart and that you are connected with your truth, there is no such a thing as different people. And they was treating me as part of, you know? So because of that, I realized that I was sitting in my heart and that's why I could connect with them and I could share. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, oh, if I am ready and like right now they are walking on the street and these people can access to their knowledge, right? Who are the people that are going to be with them? And sometimes during night I will find them at the beach or wherever and they will be with people from age of five till 75 and, and everyone from Mm. white to brown to no colors, you know, no Mm. culture, no flag, no, nothing like this. And there was Mm. only teaching the story of the heart. Mm. That if you are in your heart and if you walk your truth, you are my brother and my sister. Mm. It's yeah, I guess it's just make me think of that realization when you, you understand that we are, you know, human beings living with, sorry, we are spiritual beings living a human experience that we are soul. We are more than what we think we are. When you understand that and you feel it and you know it, 
you know, it breaks down the boundaries. It stops you from judging, stops you from, you know, creating divides between other people because of, you know, um, age, race, location. You know, it's like a lot of us have, we're conditioned to have a filter, you know, it's like a filter that judges and keeps people away based off, you know, um, this criteria we have in our head or, you know, maybe some people see it from a financial side or this person doesn't have this car or doesn't dress that way. So, you know, I can't associate with them, you know, but when you see it, that we're so much more than um, this flesh and blood and this uh, physical thing, you know, and that really, that does come from, I feel like it comes from the heart space. Absolutely. And it's like the, they say as well that we have three brains. We have the brain in our head, which is a tool used for, you know, um, logical, practical applications. It has its place, but that's the dominant brain in Western society. Whereas we also have a brain in our heart that feels, loves from compassion, you know, and then one in our stomach, you know for eating, feeling, uh, yeah. and so, um, and I, I correct in saying certain, this is some, a lesson I've learned from um, some people who spend time with uh, Aboriginal tribes, that, that that's, that we're in the wrong heart, we spend too, in, in the wrong brain, we spend too much time in this one, and not enough time in this one, or in this one, you know, um, yeah, and slowing down, and taking that time to just breathe and it, uh, realign your focus with here is um it's a it's a very very grounding process yeah and the import yeah I, I agreed with everything you said and the importance of the relationship with earth with for them that's the only home mm. there is not such a thing if you look at this civilization the indigenous australian that's the only one civilization on earth that didn't build any temple anything mm -hmm. that is it's like my home or my place or my city they did respect exactly the relation with earth as as one being they didn't take from her to build something for them they was just using what they need they, they needed by the time mm -hmm. and if you if you look at the beauty of australia it's it's pure light consciousness because they didn't destroy anything they did care for earth as as one master as one mother as one teacher and they did have a really special relationship with her i believe that keep them uh, having this beautiful connection with spirits and plants and people mm. yeah it's um it's a it's it's almost a hard concept for people to understand like i'm trying to imagine myself living without shelter you know but then you find a cave or you find somewhere you know you always you, you find flow. somewhere because lot, yeah. because yeah because the land is calling you it's a trust and this is yeah and this mm. is the beauty of every places in australia they they all have different variety of song according to the place you go so the mantra close to Uluru is not the same mantra close to Cairns or to Byron Bay. Mm. You know, the land is talking to you and because of the relation with her, you can go from places to places really easily and find your food and find everything you need. Mm. Mm. So while we're speaking about um, Cairns, have you been to Daintree? 
I've been little. Been yeah. Little, yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to go from living in a community space and, and I believe I'm going to go back for that um, yeah. one day. But yeah, it's, it's really special. It's really special. Yeah. The oldest rainforest on the planet. Yeah. 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 The, the waterfalls and the trees and the birds, like it's, it's an incredible jungle. It's another world. Mm. I can only imagine. Yeah. I, that's, that's, I didn't get there. I will in the future when I go back. Yeah. There is, all this platy- there is all this platypus. Yeah, oh, swimming wow. around yeah. <laughs> river wow. and all these strange animals, and it's really wild, you know. Yeah, <laughs> still un- untouched. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh. Um, and tell me then, with, with community living, did you spend any time on um, permaculture farms or on communities? Yes, and I would love to thank all my beautiful friends, brother and sister that have been contacting me last year and I've been going to community to community for a year. And yeah, I spent a lot of time in, in community, in different lifestyle. For the first one, there was a permaculture one and a little... Um, community space where we could do all our workshop and our share and sharing around the fire. And that was kind of like a rainbow tribe mm. uh, for the one that's not the rainbow people. And, and then I've been going to other community that was just really close to earth and doing like plants medicinal ceremony. And, mm. and then I really connect with Tasmania and I've stayed there in, in a community with horses and other community with uh, rainbow people. And the journey of community was the most amazing year of my life. Yeah. I'm so oh, grateful beautiful. for that. And then after, after a year of flow in community, going from one to another, I've decided to create my own community. And mm. I've started a community, a woman camp in, in Byron Bay, um, in, in one national park around Byron. And I've created this um, women's camp in the intention of reconnecting with all the sisters and all the, the women that wanted to, to know themselves and their body and their womb. And, and that was amazing journey, living this dream wow. with sisters. Wow. That's beautiful. And yeah. so, so how long did you keep the, how long was your community for a few months? Or? Yeah, there was a few wow. months. And then, and then um, I really wanted to open and close the space myself as it's really important for me energetically. But then some of the other people that were still living around did create another one of the roads, not, not far from this one. And yeah, it's still, it's still there and I'm wow. super happy. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. That's, uh, that's very interesting. I'm glad to hear that part of your journey. Yeah. That was my oh, wild wow. woman you're, taking, you're wild. taking the, yeah. <laughs> the divine feminine coming through. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So I'm interested because we did speak beforehand about um, plant medicines, in particular ayahuasca. So I'm just wondering, you've touched on it a couple of times uh, that you did some plant medicine ceremonies. Uh, what was it in particular? Uh, so to be frank, um, 
I'm connected with all of them in a, in a spiritual level. Yeah. Uh, what I mean by that is that I've acknowledged all of them into my life as a, as a teacher, as a master, as a brother, as a whatever. But mm -hmm. I didn't take all of them yet. So I've tried so far all the rapé ceremony, combo ceremony, um, mushroom ceremony, um, sweat lodge ceremony. Oh, wow. I, wa I was really drawn to San Pedro ceremony, but didn't happen yet. And okay. I believe there is a reason. And mm. then uh, other psychedelic ceremony, but just like little group of people, a friend of mine. And then um, when I wanted to connect with Mama Aya, Mm. Uh, I had a really strong message um, that concerned myself, I believe. I don't mm. know for other people, but for me, that was to go back to my tribe in South America and the people that I connect with um, to, to go and to do ayahuasca journey with them in, in Amazonia. In Amazon. and, yeah, in the Amazon. And for Any... me, it's really a special message that I need to respect and to honor. So I'm, I'm still waiting this moment. So there are quite a few, obviously there's, for anybody who's unfamiliar with ayahuasca, it's a plant medicine that's indigenous to South America, which is the same chemical that's produced by our third eye, our pineal gland. Um, it's been proven scientific studies as well. So it's made from um, uh, either the chacruna, Banisteriopsis capi, um, leaf, the two of them are mixed together. And then you get the same, it's only ingestible that way through a brew. You can't just take the leaf of the Banisteriopsis capi, which has a DMT in it, it has to be mixed with the Chacruna to bring the two of them yep. together. Now, do you know in particular, just, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you don't, but is there any particular tribe that you would go to? So, yes. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a particular tribe that is connected to me and when i say me it's not me as a physical body yeah uh, it's me as a soul mm. and it's um it's a family that i've been working with in many lifetime life lifetime mm. and yeah i can't i can't give the name of this tribe but i believe um when i will be on the land and i will do the ceremony i will be able to sh i will be able to share afterwards yeah okay fantastic yeah, yeah. i was leaving for colombia i was meant to go on the 15th of october unfortunately they shut the borders a week before so it's been now look it was it was crazy you know with the opening closing are we going? Are we not going? There was 15 of us traveling together and we were going to Putumayo. Um, yeah, so we're going to the Titus. Um, so look, uh, it'll, it's postponed, not canceled, but that's okay. So yeah. Um, it seems there is, it, it seems there is something that pull us back to where we mm. are and that say to us, hey guys, there is few things you need to know before you go on the journey and, and I believe it's this time it's really important time to collect all the tools we need for the next adventure because then we will when we will step into that world mm. you can't go backward again and we'll, you will need all your tools if it's your shamanic drum it's your drum if it's your rattle is your rattle if it's mm. your crystal whatever if it's something into your in, in your inner world yeah. um, but 
it's, it's like, it seems we really need to take this time with patience and to go so within that. and to, mm. and, and to be like, Hey, actually, do I need to check this trauma? Oh, actually, yes. I need to heal this trauma before I go on my journey. Mm. And that healing. Because, yeah. Go, yeah. Go, go, go. Yeah. Because yeah. if, n if not, the medicine is going to show you this place and this trauma or whatever. But maybe if you do it yourself, you are going with such a strong um, trust and such a strong connection with yourself, then you will be able to explore even more of that world. Absolutely. Now, I might actually share a little story. So I am planning, I'm going to do for my podcast as well. I'll only touch on it because I am going to go into detail about my experience. So just but what you said there is really resonating and I feel like it would be nice to share that because I've had a living example of that. So with my first ayahuasca retreat, well, my my intention was to connect with, say, my feminine energies because I'm quite masculine. So to bring in the compassion and love and not not for anybody else, but for me, because I, I can be I, I can show that love and that caring and a nurturing side to other people. But it's for me that I lack with it sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm very serious with myself, you know, I'm very much not so with other people. So it was about me coming in and realigning with that now having studied and researched ayahuasca extensively my understanding was that a lot of trauma comes up however i have like you said through journaling through meditation through breath work and through how i live my life on a daily basis with the tools i have i have dealt with a lot of my trauma especially losing my dad dying in a car accident my other father figured then um falling and having a brain injury who i you know leaned on him a lot for um, guidance and um, you know and for someone to be there for me whenever in life and I always had him there and looked up to him so much and he came into my life a year after my dad passed away and was there up until 22 and then when he he had an, a tragic accident and you know he's still alive but his he just he needs help you know so for me that was that really 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 hit me hard and I felt guilty because I grieved more for him than I did for my father at a younger age and so with my ayahuasca experience I went and the message I got was, you are always looking for a difficult experience. You are always looking and pushing, go, 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 more, more, more. And it's like, this weekend is about loving yourself. It's about being proud. You've had your heart broken three times and you still stand strong and you're still helping other people and you don't turn your, you don't turn your weakness into a, you don't use your pain to play the victim, you know? You use it in a positive way. So, you know, celebrate, enjoy, have some fun. And it's really injected that into my life. But it was, um, as you said, I was able to go very high in vibration in my first experience. She's like, okay, now we're in the third dimension. Sing these mantras. So I would chant. Okay, now we're in the fourth. And I'm feeling this beautiful love in the fourth dimension, just pink feminine fairy love-like energy and then okay sing a masculine mantra and these mantras were channeled to me through other plant medicines so the masculine is like way um way and uh, you're, you're holding space for the other people in the room was the message now you're helping other people heal you're helping other people heal up you go it brought me to the fifth and the fifth was more of a blue 
loving, old, wise energy. So, so that my experience, yeah, that was my second ay ayahuasca ceremony. And I went that, I was, I was guided and shown, taken by the hand and like, okay, come on, let's go into these other dimensions. It's beautiful. So I'm not going to touch too much more on that because obviously I want to listen to you. But So just to touch on a rapé and cambo. So for anybody who's listening, that's not sure what these two plant medicines are. So rapé uh, is, um, it's, we would call it a, for anybody just to understand, it's a snuff. So it's a tobacco made from nicotina rustica under a full moon. Um, by tribes from the Amazon and it's set with intention to heal and there's many various different types of rapé and it's a very 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 grounding spiritual experience so when you do ingest rapé either um, with yourself through a curapé or through a tepi um, which someone else does it for you it's a long pipe which someone will blow up your nose and then you sit and just be with the experience. But for me, rapé is one of the most beautiful tools I've had. And obviously, it's not like a drug. It's, it's, it's you know, nicotine, tobacco. Medicine. Medicine. Mm. But with the intentions, there's so there's other stuff in it, depending on the plant, the tree that's used. You know, they use different trees for a feminine rapé or a masculine rapé. Um, and they all have their different energies. But it really is a beautiful tool. So, And then Cambo is from the... Uh, Phila, Phila Bidusa. Oh, I'm, I'm messing his name up. It's from the giant monkey tree frog. I can't remember his uh, scientific name. It doesn't matter. But that's another plant medicine. Can you touch on your experiences with Cambo? Because I'd love to share mine here. But I've. I, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, well, so many friend of mine was talking about combo and i've seen you know all these dots on the on the shoulder or on the on the leg oh, so and i was like <laughs> yeah what is what, what is it and i was really curious and and many of my friends mm. said to me it's a really beautiful but strong medicine when you're gonna go on this journey you can't go backward because the the poison of the frog is going all over the place in your body, in your blood system. And it's going to clean and heal all the stuff, all the lies, all the layers, all the, the fears, and, and clean mm -hmm. your lymphatic system and your uh, liver system. And I was like, okay, it sounds good, you know, but then what? And they said, you have to drink three or four liters of water. And then you go with your intention. And then when the shaman is bringing the medicines to you, is doing this uh, few dots on your, on your arm or your leg, and then you're going to journey with, with the frog medicine. And it's really within. Everything that is happening within is really strong. And you can feel all the movement of the, of the frog medicine going in your, in your system. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to try. But, you know, I'm really respectful of the, of the medicine and the ways. And I, and I really need to find the right people to do it. So um, I connect with a, with a shaman in, in Murumba, next to, um, uh, not far from Bayon Bay. Mm -hmm. And this beautiful couple that do sweat lodge and, and plants medicine. And I connect with them and I've seen this beautiful shaman really strong standing on his feet and he's like, do you want a conversation? Okay, come tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, what do I need to do? So you need to do a diet. 
just right before you're not eating you you go mm. uh, completely uh, nothing in your stomach in the morning time and then from that point you drink this three liter of water which is horrible mm, that's <laughs> for the first time of your life the, you're like yeah I can't do it anymore it's the hard it's almost the hardest part it's the hardest part <laughs> getting the water in yeah yeah it's really funny and and afterwards there is this all really slow and gentle process mm. that starts where you sit when you really focus on your intention inside and then the shaman is doing a few dots on, on, on the leg for the woman and on the men in the shoulders. Really important to respect the traditional way of our ancestor. Mm. I believe so. And I received the medicine and then from my leg, I was kind of feeling all the medicine going up to my body, it's in my heart. Yeah. And here, I could feel the medicine doing like, <clears throat> like an explosion. Yeah. Of, we love you. We're so proud of you. You're doing so well. And, and opening my, my, my heart center for me to experience the full experience and to don't be in my, in my head the whole mm. time. And because of that, I could stay there for long with the medicine. Mm -hmm. So I, I keep the medicine really long and my session was going for two hours. <laughs> Wow. So I went, I went really far in, in my, in myself and in the, the, mm. the teaching of the, of the combo of the frog medicine. And then I had some singing with the shaman and, and some beautiful breathing with earth and, and understanding that was kind of a river. Mm. In, in this, in this period of time, I was going through a lot and the combo was like, slapping my face slapping my butt like hey go back <laughs> wow. go back on track like it's, yeah you know you know, because when you do have this awakening you believe oh i did my rebirth last i rebirth no 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 you rebirth so many times yeah so many times. yeah yeah i was i was uh, kind of thinking to myself i was sitting meditating and i started laughing one day i was like ah oh, I must have a really big ego because I've killed it quite a few times and it won't go away. <laughs> Just in particular. <laughs> like, um, yeah, my Cambo experience was I purged very quick. Um, and a guy said to me, he's like, I, I immediately, I, I didn't want to resist. I was ready. But for whatever reason, I got up. Like I didn't sit still with it. I got up and I was walking around. I could feel it just coming through my head. And then, and then I was like, okay. Oh, once it, once it uh, fully was in me, I, I lay down and I got the purge out. Beautiful, beautiful purge that was needed. All the toxins came out of me. And I was in a little bit, uh, I was in a little bit of a dark space when I first did Cambo. I was, after being on a really, really, really high vibration for a long time, and then I had a bit of a lapse. And for a couple of weeks, I was isolating myself. I wasn't getting out and socializing as much. And, you know, look, the way things are this year, that happens. You know, it's, it's a crazy time to be alive. And it was just, I was putting myself into a, little, into a little box. I was going back into my little safe space and not putting myself out there. So, um, yeah. But since that, that was, so this is, yeah, yeah, it's going to be seven weeks ago now. So it will be seven weeks ago, but every week now, 
um, I've been putting out my podcast, I've been doing my work, my focus is aligned. And like, I have to say, I did a camo ceremony on its own, just, just the camo. And so I can, you know, pinpoint that was the, that was the catalyst for where I'm at now. Obviously, you know, the potentials within me, my, my ideas and my intentions for what I wanted to do were there, but like yourself, boom, the camo just clears it all out and it allows you the way to just go forward without, you know, doubting yourself and second guessing. It's, it's amazing. Did you get, sorry, I'm running a bit fast. Did you get the uh, vision? I know they say in shamanic tribes, they do it to help um, visual acuity. So for when they go hunting, the colors of the world for three days afterwards, three to four days, the world was just bright, like alive. Yeah, like the, yeah. The, the world is, is, is lighting up for, for you when you do plant medicine anyway. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm more likely to use Sananga eye drops um, for cleaning and, and clear vision. And I mean, really clear, yeah, clear vision um, than I did with Combo because my whole journey with Combo was within, like really focusing on the energy that was moving from there to here and then purging in. Like for me, I like purging with my consciousness, like I'm purging yeah, this trauma, boom. And yeah, yeah I, and I don't would like to have vision at this moment. So I'm focusing on, on the emotion and, and mm. the feeling. Mm. Uh, but any plant medicine, I believe, give you this, this window of light that is it's shiny and, mm. and vivid and, and beautiful anyway. After, after plants medicine, you're always in the world of like, woo, many colors mm. and, and different feelings because you, it's like, um, you upgrade your DNA mm. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's there. They're all tools to help us like access our latent potential, you know, and it's, it's very, very, it is a shame. Like it's no, I think shame's too soft of a word. I actually think it's a crime that these things are illegal. Although Cambo, Rape, Sananga in Western society, these are these are legal substances. You know, you can't get in trouble for using them. But the likes of ayahuasca, San Pedro, um, and uh, the elders, the mushrooms, I like to call them the elders. They are four billion years older than us. They've been around for eight point five billion years on this planet. You know? Yes, and I would yeah, like to add yeah. something really special to that. Um, yesterday I was with a tribe, with a shamanic tribe here in, in next to, to, between France and Switzerland anyway. Mm. And this beautiful shaman from Canada that is especially here in France for a few weeks that mm. is going all over the place in the world between the um, tribe in South America to North America, to Canada, to Africa, to India, like he's a beautiful shaman. And mm. He gave me this beautiful information and I would like to share it here. Uh, basically, the, the, the plant medicine that are on earth right now are not actually plants in, in a way that they are master incarnated into plants to help humanity. So after many different cycles on earth, um, the master and the, and the guide was observing us from above and seeing that all the people that are going too much with their ego and lost their ways, they couldn't access to sacred knowledge anymore. 
and there was going crazy you know like humanity was going crazy and there was like what can we do to help humanity rise but by being on on a, on a level that they can't see us they, they can't freak us you know they, they can't be scared of us and many masters decide to incarnate their part of themselves into many plants mm. mm-hmm. into different mushrooms into different um, tobacco, into different sacred medicine. And because of that, we are taking the self-knowledge and the sacred knowledge of, of course, of the plant, but the master as well. And this is like a big key because when you realize and when you understand that you are not seeing the plants as a plant anymore. And you got such a really deep, deep, strong connection with it. Really different. It's mm-hmm. like when you hold this beautiful leaf, you, th- this is gold, you know? This is like mm-hmm. so precious and sacred because this is treasure. It's like knowledge and, and truth and light and information and, and sacredness. And you don't want to take them as you take an apple. Mm. You know, you want to realize in, into yourself that this beautiful master and guide are giving you opportunity to all humanity to rise by taking them. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. And, and this, this, this changed perspective because you don't want to take them for recreation or party or just having a like a cool moment. No, no, no. no. You really uh, want to take them in, in, in a sacred place with sacred people and, and in, in a sacred way. Absolutely. Like, I could not agree anymore, especially with, um, with, with like, Campbell is, like, for most people, it's a 20-minute experience, say. To, yeah, it's, yeah. Dep- it depends. 20 to 40, yeah. 20 to 40, yeah. For me, I would have, the, the, the purging was almost immediate and that ended after roughly five to 10 minutes. And then, yeah, about 30 minutes after that for you, it was, it was a little bit longer, as you said, but that's, even though it's a short experience, you need to have a bit of integration. You need someone there who's experienced and who respects and understands. And for me, it's, it's all about intention. Like with ayahuasca, I would say I have been preparing for, 10 years ever since i was 18 and i first heard about you know everything in my life was a journey towards that experience now i did you know when i was when i knew i was going for my retreat i spent two months focusing and getting ready and having my intention and you know with that respect i got the respect back from the medicine but genuinely like you say about being a teacher and a and a higher consciousness downloaded putting itself into this uh, medicine yeah, I could not agree anymore because I went with the, not with a skeptical mind. I was very open, but I was still wondering, was it as amazing as people had spoken about? Could something like this be real, you know? Um, and it blew my expectations out of the water. Like I had full telepathic communication with the mother, mother earth herself. And the feminine voice was there talking to me, laughing with me 
guiding me, nurturing me. And it was not my subconscious mind because I know what my subconscious mind sounds and feels like, you know, it's a part of me. So it's, I know that little bit further back, like, oh, this is my higher self coming through. Absolutely was not my higher self. You know, it was so, so much deeper and wiser. And it's just, it really is one of those beautiful things. It's like, you can't even, you can't even put it into words for someone to have an experience like this until you experience, until you, you go there yourself. And, Absolutely. Yeah, and as for Sananga, I actually shared um, on my Instagram for people who don't know what Sananga is. I spoke for maybe um, three or four minutes um, about the benefits, the, uh, the medicine behind it, what my intention was. My intention using it is actually for my, to help my eyes heal from wearing contact lenses. So, yeah. um, and obviously, you know, you clear a lot of energy and then I go deep into meditation with it afterwards. But so that's the physical intention and then the spiritual intention is always there too. But um, I've done Sananga maybe five or six times and it's always been intense. But I got a bottle from a shaman who's a friend of mine and this is from the Matzes tribe. Um, wow. For like 40 minutes after I was, ah! Uh, it, was a, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and 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 you know why um, Sananga? It's something amazing. Of course, it's it's as well as sacred plant medicine. But mm. the intention, because your eyes are the door of your soul, and every tears are a memory of like nakashic memory that mm. needs to be acknowledged and cleansed and healed, and then. Like, you know, it's, it's beautiful to see someone's crying. It's always like, it's amazing. Mm. And as you take Sananga, you, of course, clean your physical body and eyes, but then you clean your emotional eyes mm. of any memories that needs to be healed. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's always a beautiful, beautiful experience to be with the pain but mm -hmm. then to loaf with the pain i don't know like to be to be one with this moment mm. i believe this is this Absolutely. is a key as well yeah yeah that's it i i embrace it i embrace it you know i as soon as i can find the space to laugh and smile i will <laughs> yeah <laughs> it might take 30 seconds there you know what i'm dealing with the the burning and then I, and then as soon as i do i'm so grateful it's it's uh you know, from the outside, for someone who might not understand to see it, they're like, wow, no, never. But it's when you understand the, the healing benefits of something like that, it's, it's um, you know, in particular, I, I, why I say that is because a lot of people, friends are like, you're crazy. What, what are you doing? And I'm like, you just don't, it's okay. You just don't understand, you know, and that's, that, that's all okay. But wow. Yeah. I know I'm very grateful for that, uh, for Sananga. It's, um, it really, really, really does have, it has its, has its benefits. It has its place in the world amongst, amongst the other plant medicines. Yeah. Yeah. All of yeah. them, even, even the tea plant, like all the, all the plants, they mm. are all masters and they are all on earth growing from the ground and the soil with all we need. Mm. It's, it's, it's all on, on, on the soil on this level, on, on our level, on our human level, you know, mm. it's all growing in front of us. All the beautiful foods that can heal your body and your mind, all the plants, all the trees that you may need to 
warm yourself. Like it's all on this level. It's all accessible for anyone. You know, some of the, the people that said, yeah, to be spiritual, you need to see the invisible world and to see all he, and I'm like, actually, no, mm. it's, it's all in this dimension as well. And this is why it's accessible for anybody that is ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like the gifts are right here under your nose, you know, right in front of you. Yeah. Always, yeah. wherever you go, nature is around you. Mm. All the all the keys and the codes and and the information and the sacredness of the of the place are all here. Mm. And that's that's it. These like these things they bring us back to being able to enjoy life minute to minute, like day by day, rather than having to. You know, they're not an escape. They're not an escape, like something that's going to shut you off from the world and like a. Uh, a medication or a medicine not a medication you know they put you in a mirror with yourself rather than you know helping you shut off your consciousness suppress your emotions and you know they they bring our emotions and our stuff to the forefront let us deal with them clear and then you can go and you can live a fulfilling happy life day to day doing what you want to do without having to you know be popping prescription pills or without having to you know like go through the weekend, go through the week, just waiting for the weekend to come so you can go and just, you know, and drink your life away at the weekends. You know, it's not, there's so much more to them. They empower you to live, live free and live within yourself on a daily basis. And that really is, for me, it comes back to that. That's one of the most beautiful gifts that they have amongst, amongst many others, you know? Mm. Oh, yes, I, I hear you and mm. I see your, your light and, and your body and, and all the, the cause and everything that you've accomplished in, in this moment, you know, it's mm. all around here and, and in you. And this is why the medicine is so powerful because when you got to this point, you're not only healing yourself, you're, only, you're healing seven generations before and seven mm. after, which is like, many souls mm. and many people mm. that's been trapped here and then you heal part of mother earth helping assisting guiding and so many different like possibility for you and people can tune into your energy by just being around or thinking of you and and this is the the magicness of life um when you stepped into that world so many of my on my family they're like not ready at all for any plant medicine, but by mm. just being around me and tuning into my energy and, and being curious, they're mm. already, you know, taking something from that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and there is no one to force. Everyone is going on his own rhythm and it's yeah. super important to respect that as well. Absolutely. As any, every plant and every trees and every flower, they got different rhythm and we are the same. We have yeah. the reflection of that. So, yeah, I, I, I acknowledge all my brothers and sisters that are working on Earth um, mm. to, to get where they want to go, yeah. even if there is no destination, and to, to realize that we are all doing our best in any mm, moment. Absolutely, and, yeah. And being, being okay with that. And this is a big, a big lesson from the plant medicine, and I'm so grateful for all of them. Yeah, yeah, it's a... Uh... 
That was a uh, that was beautiful. <laughs> that, was a, that was a lonely little tangent. Yeah, absolutely. It's like you can only play the hands you're dealt, you know. And in you know, for me in particular, in my journey, I only had certain tools to deal with to deal with what I had, you know. So I would have suppressed a lot of stuff through alcohol, you know. Well, not even alcohol, marijuana. I would have used like cannabis is a good teacher when it's done the right amount. But for me my relationship with it is finished and that's okay because I was abusive with it, but I needed it to help me at that time. But then I took it too far, you know? So for me particular, and, but I learned from that as well, you know? And then it's it, for me uh, to be free and to be able to not have to lean on anything is one of the most beautiful, it's beautiful to get here, you know, and to be able to show other people that path and look here, I look, I was just like, you where you're at now i know what i know how what pain you're feeling i know why you're um living these behavioral patterns and i know how to get past them there is a tool and there is a way you know and i'm so grateful for everything i've suffered and i've gone through because of that you know because that's it embracing the pain always Mm, is a big teacher as well Mm. yeah and and i would like to um to add uh, the sweat lodge to this yeah different type of medicine that we just described now um and and i'm gonna do one in 10 days in switzerland uh with a shaman from switzerland and and trying new ways you know Mm. even if it's always the traditional ways that is respected uh, from the lakota people the american people from north america but this medicine it's not about plants you know and yeah. there is and there is the depth of the sacred the sacredness of the sweat lodge mm. of everything that our ancestors have been they, they've been sharing with us since i will say 50 60 years now they've been spreading the word it's it's really new there was no sweat lodge around the world any mm. before mm. and and this is an invitation for people that don't want to try plant medicine and don't feel ready for that mm-hmm. and and want to find their ways through something different try sweat lodge like it's it's amazing and it's so pure and delicate and it's in the same time really strong and shake you at the core mm. so i i just put this here for the people that are maybe watching us and they don't want to do any plant medicine. Yeah. It's, 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 there is other ways as well. Even if I believe that at some point, eventually you get to plant medicine when you're ready. Uh, but beforehand, you can, you can just dive with tea and sweat lodge and meditation and yoga and Mm. yeah slowly slowly going to plant medicine when you're ready absolutely yeah and that's it it's like the you know the system and the world we live in it's it's got its place and it's got its beauty but also there is there is a very very much so like a strong pull towards greed and profit and for things like you we've just mentioned these things like even yoga meditation and like sweat lodges like these things are and the plant medicines of course 
especially with yoga and meditation, you can develop your own daily practice. You can have your own power. You can take it back and it doesn't, it's not profitable. Say, for example, you're not giving your money away to corporations. And that's why I think these conversations right now and being honest and truthful about them, it's really, really, really important because I do feel like, I'm not sure what it's like maybe in France, but I know in Ireland, there is a massive um, agenda to keep people sick keep them miserable to keep them shying away and like keep them distracted from their own potential and like it's just it's it's something that i really really feel like the more conversations we have like this the more people will be healed and we will be able to see see the light within and be able to you know turn their life around for the better and it's um you know it's something that uh, i'm really passionate about and as i can tell so you know so are you and yeah, I'm really, really grateful for you coming on today, Alana. Do you want to, is there anything else maybe say for someone who's struggling a little bit at the minute with what's going on in the world, in particular with Ireland going back into a level five lockdown last week? I know myself, I had to take a couple of, I had to take a couple of days and go do breath work and be kind to myself. And I could feel a lot of anger coming up and that's okay. It's nothing to be ashamed of, but it's like, how do I relate to it now? It's like, okay, I've got all these tools. Here's a test. What do I do? Do I go back to my old negative behavioral patterns and punish myself for a situation that's outside of my control? Or do I use the tools I have? So for me, I use breath work and getting out in nature, going for a run, doing some exercise. That's what I would do to pull myself back. But maybe for someone like you, who's a wise feminine soul, you might have some more other tools to add, like to what to do, you know. Yeah, thank you for this question. Um, mm. Well, for me, the strongest tools we all have in any moment is the breathing, <laughs> mm. is the breath. Because any breathing technique would bring you back to your center. If it's Nadi Shodana, if it's Wim Hof, any, any of them. And they are accessible at any age, any time, wherever you are in the world. And you don't need, for example, if you have a a really hard situation and you're driving a car right now and you can't go in nature and et cetera, et cetera. What can you, can I do? I can't stretch and do my yoga in the car or in, no. in the airplane. So I need to find a tool that is here in the moment. What do I have? I have my breath. And, and if I can connect every day, 20 minutes consciously, it's not having um, to do any, workshop or anything special it's consciously consciously breathing mm. so it goes i inhale i exhale and i'm just focusing on that on nothing else and this will calm down all your nervous system and the stress and this will bring you back to your body so all the panic and the red flag neat, 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 all around <laughs> will just calm down and you will just bring everything into peace, into yourself. Because the breath, it's, it's the connection with your divinity, with, with all you are. And, and this is beautiful what you do, Adam, and I'm so grateful for that because I love breath work. And mm. I know that can help the world so much. Um, any, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And any, any human beings, when we born, we know how to breathe. And we just need to go back to this breathing. And this is, this is my, my, my tips for now, because 
I did I did this tattoo just before going back to friends. Yeah. Um, breathe, 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 and it's here to remind me any second that I need to breathe. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Not not to take this deep breath or whatever, just to to have a to breathe consciously and to be mm. with my breath it, it's already a beautiful connection and then and then for me for the people that are struggling at the moment with everything that is happening in the media and all of these craps uh, in in the outside world with with fa false information and lies mm. and blah 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 i will say to them do you have a heart can you feel your heart? Then there is hope. If you can just feel your heart beating, you're not alone. Everything is beautiful. And you just have to go back to this center and to feel that your heart is beating for you. You don't have to think about. And it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's always here to support you and to remind you that you are divine. Mm. And yeah, that will be that will be the tips to breathe and to be in the heart. Wow, that was lovely, Alana. Thank you so much. I think that's a perfect place to finish up on because yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. Again, <laughs> thank you. So thank much, you so Anna. much. Okay, yeah. I will see you soon, sister. Thank you very much for coming on. Have, yeah. a, have a wonderful day and enjoy your sweat lodge next week. Yeah. Thank you so Let's much. Let's do this again. Oh yes, yeah. I will. I, that will be lovely, and mm. and I wish you all the best on your journey and everything you you deserve. And yeah, I see you soon. You too. Big love. Big <laughs> love. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it there.